Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! Mulan. This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into our fearless beer review. We get into the um, the mm-hmm. vinyl stuff, stuff we picked up, stuff we've been listening to that leads into the songs of the week. And then we wrap it up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler and way out there hundreds of miles away is Jeff. While you're listening, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars and five stars only. Please go do that. Tell, tell all your friends because we are the best podcast ever. And that's all I have for the morning intro. So yeah, let's get right into boring. our fearless beer review. So what do you got this week, Jeff? Go. I where's my fucking bottle opener, dude? It's not even here. Stupid, not even here. Stupid, not even stupid here. kids. I have. I went to the Tasha station to pick up some power converters. <laughs> I, I That's what a, you fucking uh, sound like. I have. I have. Oh, what do I sound like? The best Jedi that ever lived. Thank you. I appreciate that. You sound like you sound like bitch Luke on. Thank you. You sound like bitch Luke on uh, t- that Tatooine. That was that was a good compliment you gave me. Thank you. I have a blind. You sound pig. like a fucking middle schooler when you talk like that. I know I am. Thanks for are, thanks for that compliment. I know you are, but what am I? That's what I meant to say. I have um, yeah. I have a blind pig just because I I I. This week's been a little busy. I've been busy the past like two weeks. What am I doing? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I know what you're doing, but we Walt? can't talk about it. We Walt can't talk about it, dude. Walt. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so, so I have a blind pig because I've not gone to the store, and um, I just had this extra, and it's 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 a good backup. It's good, it, it's good to have a couple blind pigs out laying around the house, you know? <laughs> that sounds yeah. so stupid. Yeah. It's good. It's good. <laughs> That's good. That's what All right. Um, so I have a beer I've never had before. I don't think I've even heard of this brewery before. Uh, the beer is called This Is The Way IPA. Uh, it's a West Coast IPA from Long Beach Beer Lab, located in Long Beach, California. Um, so kind of local to me. Like I said, it's a West Coast IPA, 7.2 ABV. Um, the, it's, it's based off of The Mandalorian, the, the TV show, the hit Disney TV show. The hit um, Disney TV so, show. So it has, you know, Mandalorian on it. I forgot his name right now, but that's fine. has Grogu on it as well. And, but they both have Mickey Mouse ears rather than their normal. Well, Grogu that's, has ears, but that's cool. Mando doesn't. But anyway, but he has Mickey Mouse ears in this one, and um, yeah, I don't know. So um, I got it based off the label. I got it from Bristol Farms and Your Belinda, and um, I don't know. I'm I'm ready to start. I'm ready to start this to get going. We got a big episode ahead of us. We do. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's go. Yeah. Let's let's tink and kiss. Here we go. Kisses. Damn, it's a good beer right there. I'll tell you that much right wow. now. I don't hear anything about it. Words. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, so what do you have about your blind pig that you haven't already said before? I know. I, I think this is like the third time now I've probably talked about this on the pod. And I don't <laughs> think I've even rated it on Untapped yet. But Russian River, I think we just did this not even like a month ago. Or I probably, did this at least. Six and a half percent. This is, uh, I, I like, like I said, I like this more than I like Pliny the Elder. Pliny, Pliny but that's fine. Pliny. I like this more. I, I just think it's, it's more crushable. It's more crushable. And okay, um, it's good. Yeah. You know? Fucking, I don't know, 
2.85. Yeah. Well, it should be a perfect beer, but that's fine. You can pull a mic and say that nothing's perfect, which isn't true. This is the first beer of the night, so I got to, uh, I don't know. Well, I You got to pace yourself beer, a little bit? Maybe my, 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 because I, I feel like by the end of the episodes when we're doing them, my, my rankings for things are a little bit looser. I know uh, I tend to give things yeah. higher grades than I would have prior to, to the start of the pod night. Yeah. Okay. I get so, it. So, yeah. Well, so we have our, our world famous three point rating system where three is a perfect beer. Two is a good beer. You're going to continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but give it a shot and zero is a drain pour. So you gave yours a 2.85. Almost a perfect. If anybody was wondering who's never heard the pod before, that's how it works. That's how it and works. And we make the rules. So um, my This Is The Way IPA, it's, uh, it's, it's a pretty good IPA. Not the best IPA I've had. I'd go back to it. Um, it's, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty piney. It's pretty, uh, pretty bitter. Kind of a weird aftertaste, something I haven't really tasted before, but it's, uh, it's good. I'm enjoying it. I would give this a, uh, I'll give this a two, two out of three. Two out of three. I'd go back to it. Definitely go back to it. And I have um, three more cans, so because I had go. to buy a four pack, so I do have to drink it again. Like tall cans, so. little sixteen ounces. Uh, where are they? Yeah, sixteen, sixteen fluid ounces. There you go. Yep, sixteen fluid ounces. Um, the there you go. There you go. The, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Um, so yeah, that's all I got for the fearless beer review. Or did Raul leave anything for you? He did. I don't remember. Um, if he did. I've read it before, but yeah, he. Uh, wow, dude! What the fuck? He he rated it low, and then he went back later on. I don't know if it shows you when, but he went back later on and amended his his review because. Do we read it? I'll read it again. Just go, go for he it. He says uh, you, instead of the word the, he says the t h a on tap at the joint, Hollingshead in Orange, California. Uh uh-uh, uh, no way, no how. Like the last ten years of R. Kelly's career, Raul not feeling it. <laughs> Going into this bad boy, you might be thinking that you'd be getting Pliny's little brother. Yeah, maybe if Lil Bro still had his braces on and he only showered once a week. Not only is Raul not digging it, he ain't even feeling it in the average sort of way. Too hoppy, just tastes like nasty, nasty. For the hype, I do not suggest. And then there's an amendment. This is Hot Dog, another one of Raul's tripping episodes. <laughs> All down the line, this thing is smoother than George Clooney. Maybe something was wrong during Raul's first few attempts, but like a fluffy cloud that just gracefully floats by, Raul is intoxicated by its beauty. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, he's the best. Best reviewer ever. Being being intoxicated by by like physical things, I think is so pretentious and douchey. <laughs> or like by I guess non-physical things. Like I'm intoxicated by your beauty. Like that's just that's such a douchey thing to say and I hate it. That that's a line in a tra- in an Atreyu song off their first album. Is it? I'm intoxicated yeah. by Hated your by beauty. beauty. Yeah. <laughs> Come oh, on. So I mean, what do you bad. expect? What do you expect? It's a trade you. It's metalcore in 2002 or whenever that album came out. Uh, that, that's a god oh man. That that I love that album. We both love that album, the Butt Kisses album. The Butt Kisses album, sure. Yeah. All right. We have anything else on 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 the beers? No, that's uh, that's it. That's all. Okay. Because yeah, Roll didn't leave a review. My beer's too new. It was only added to Beer Advocate in February of this year, in the year 2023. So um, let's move on. Let's move on. Here we go. So some vinyl stuff we've either, we've either picked up this week or we've listened to we wanted to bring to the pod, and that'll lead to the songs of the week. And if you want to listen to any of the songs that we're talking about, 
there's going to be a link to the playlist the spotify playlist in the description so go check it out if you uh you want to listen along because we don't play songs on the podcast anymore so uh what do you got jeff go yeah so i i only got one new thing this week so i've just been listening to a lot of just things in my in my collection just pulling stuff out that i haven't listened to in a while and just <clears throat> having a good time and that's that's what i needed this week because it was it was perfect and I've been purging some records, so um, I've been yeah. pulling things out. Like maybe I don't like this. So the first thing that I pulled because I was going to purge was Quicksilver. Quicksilver Messenger Service. This band, uh, the, the first album is called Quicksilver Messenger Service, 1968. They're from the Bay Area, Frisco, the same era, era and area as like the Grateful Dead were coming up and, and doing the jam thing. But this is one that I, I kind of forget about. It's I've had a lot of their albums over the years and. I've only mm-hmm. ever kept this one, and every time I listen to it, like I remember why. It's just, it's just good psych rock. It's good acid rock of this era. It's very jammy, like The Grateful Dead, but it's not. I don't want to say it's like sloppy, but it's just not loose. It's a lot tighter. Like these guys jam, but they rehearse their jams, and you can tell they write it out beforehand. Rather mm-hmm. than like the Grateful Dead stuff, where they're just like, "Let's just do it, man. See what happens, dude." This is not <laughs> Let's hope that. for the best, dude. But damn, it's fucking good, dude. This is a fantastic album. I love this album. What is this? What their first album? You said, I, yeah. I, I didn't, it, okay, yeah. You, you didn't. You didn't listen to the first part of what I was talking. That's well. I, I've been, this is their I'm first album. With my headphones. I'm oh, gotcha. Keep okay. fiddling with my. It's gonna be a long episode. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. This is uh, this is their first album. Like I said, nineteen sixty-eight. Because I've only ever listened to the that one Quicksilver album. The one with the really cool cover, the blue cover. Can't even think of it right now. The okay. name of it. Whatever. I and that that record was fine, but I, I mean, it's just it's something I would never go back to. Did fine. you listen to the song I put? Because it was twelve I did. minutes long. The twelve minute song. Yeah, <laughs> I did, and it was really cool. I like that the the vocals didn't come in until much, much, much later into the song. Because yeah, uh, yeah it was just very kind of proggy and like you said, psych, very psych rock. It was good. He doesn't sing that much on this album, like barely any like vocals. It's it's mostly just music driven, which is good because his his voice is nothing. It's average. It's, yeah, yeah. It's plain old people. So <laughs> very Jerry Garcia sounding. Me. <laughs> oh my god, the most vanilla, the most vanilla <laughs> singer ever. More so than what we're gonna be talking. We're gonna be talking about later. Oof. Oof. Huh? Huh? Okay. Huh? Um. Okay. So what else you got? Um, I, I was going through like the punk stuff and, and purging some things I don't listen to and keeping other things. And this is one I hadn't listened to in a while and subhumans, not like the Canadian mm-hmm. subhumans. This is the English subhumans. This is, uh, the album's called the day the country died. It's from 1983 and it's just like anarcho punk. It's very snotty. They're, they're very, they're very English. They're from. I don't even know what part of England they're from. Maybe I should do that. That way our boy Skip can be like, oh, I know that. He's probably, oh, he's probably from, seen him. They're from War, War, Warminster? Warminster? Warminster. That's stupid. Oh. I don't like that name. <laughs> <laughs> just, I feel like it should be a T there, like War, Warminster. Maybe I'm just used to like Westminster, which is... Well, not it's, not, it's not Westminster. But, it's Westminster. Everybody, everybody calls it Westminster. It's true. A lot of people do. But anyway, it's not Westminster. Subhumans, Day the Country Died. This is this is solid. It, it's I don't know. It's very like black flaggy kind of sounding. And and the song that I chose, uh, I don't want to die. It's like a minute and a half. It's 
fucking good, dude. And this album as, as a whole is just really damn good. And I like it a lot. So I'm not purging it. Not. I'm I am not, not going it. to purge it. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's good. Did, I, I did, did like, like the it? song too. I, and it's surprising that you do because it's you don't like that kind of... You don't like the accent in punk music. Like You don't like Peter and the Test Two Babies... No, just, not at all. You don't like the oi, the oi bands, nothing like that. So it's, because this it's is unusual. so, this is so over the top and shit. Like their biggest song is 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 Mickey Mouse is dead, and he sings like Mickey Mouse. Oh, is that's dead. the song. Yes, yet. and like that's such a strong accent. It's so stupid. That's the song that that you brought to the pod a couple years ago. Yeah, that was the first. That's one. That's what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, so. Yeah. But like, it makes me laugh. It's funny. It's so goofy. It's so over the top. <laughs> it's cute. It's cute. Uh, all right, what else you got? Um, we did this one on the pod, but against me, searching for a former clarity. I go back to this album quite often. It's crazy I, that you. like I this fucking album. love this album so much. I think this is absolutely fantastic. It is. It is beyond perfect. It's so amazing. Front to back. I think it's just, I think it's amazing. I cannot sing its praises any more than we already did for that two hour episode. You did. You did. We both gave it perfect scores through and through. That's fine. 100% did not do that. But yeah, searching for one of the most clarity. One of the most overrated bands of all time. And um, that song you made me listen to, which I don't remember the name of. I I don't get it. Once again, I don't understand why people like against me. I, I don't there's nothing there's nothing really there. It's not catchy, his voice isn't anything special. The lyrics are fine. Musically there's nothing special there. It's like it's like more vanilla than alkaline trio, you know, musically. It's it's, <sighs> it's supposed to be a little gritty. It's supposed to be a little bad. Like but the voice the vocals the, aren't supposed to be they're they're supposed to be a little shit. It's and good, I get like it. folk punk, right? I get it. It still doesn't make for a good record or a good band. You're right. It makes for a Except great for the record. One, it, Except for that one record, you know, my favorite record, which New I Wave? still wouldn't buy on vinyl. Yeah. That New Wave. New Wave is their best record. Let this be the end. And, so and I went, I looked at my Against Me rec, uh, rankings today to see where this album was listed. I ranked it my number two, and I don't remember anything about it at all. It's a good record. But, like, you hate all of them, so, like, it being your number two doesn't say much. But this is, I mean, it was, it was that was the album we did on the pod, right? Yeah. Because we were going to do... Um, Their first. Reinventing Axl Rose. Yeah. And then I ended up telling you, I just I couldn't I couldn't do it. It was too bad. It was so terrible. Yeah. It was, it's not very good. That's for sure overrated. I don't, I don't see yeah. like why people think that, like that's just a, a, a dumber, like childish version of searching for a former clarity. <laughs> it is. Okay. All right. Whatever. Whatever. You would have. So you would have. So what else you got? Um, JFA. I go back to this album mm. fucking a lot too. Mm-hmm. And I do uh, Valley of the Yakes. And JFA is just a, a band discovered when I moved out here and I was getting into some, some music out here, trying to figure out if there's anybody else besides the Gin Blossoms and Jimmy World to listen to. Where's or, out here? In Arizona. Ah, okay. I want people to triangulate like my position. <laughs> okay. As if like, I don't talk about where I work and what it, like everything else about my life to, to complete fucking strangers over the globe. But yeah, uh, JFA, I, I chose Baja. Baja is a, a cover, a, a surf rock cover. And so I just good. fucking love surf rock and I love JFA and it's perfect. I always forget how surf inspired they are until I listen to them. They're so, they're so fucking good. It's unbelievable. Such an, a, an incredible punk band. 
so snotty, so rough and raw. And but then you, they throw that that surf thing and that that surf tinge, but not over the top like Dead Kennedys. It's not that Dead Kennedys is over the top, but man, it's just the right amount of surf. It's great. I, JFA is so good. And we I have both of the records too. But. And we actually. Uh, Brian, the the singer for JFA, he follows us on Instagram, and yeah. that's pretty dope because he's it's like a guy. he's like a local hero, like an underground hero. But I would I would I would love to like talk to him and ask him like how the surf music like crept into their music because I don't know like if you don't grow up in Southern California or even on the coast, it's just I think it's weird when surf music like creeps into your music. Like how? Why? What mm-hmm. was the inspiration for that? There were other things out here at that time that could have been more of, of a, I don't know, influence than surf music. So I'm super curious as to how that happened. I'm telling you, man, let's do it this year. Let's, let's reach out to him later this year, later this year, dude. Um, let's reach out to him and see if he wants to be on the pod. I'll come out there. Cause I mean, I think he would do it. He seems like the kind of guy who would go on a podcast like this. Yeah. That'd be cool. Too, like, just... And then, yeah. And just chill and, be cool if we had a spot, like a spot to you know, like a yeah, you know, like a rental, like a retail spot or something. That'd be, yeah, that'd be, yeah. that would be that would be sick. That would be sick. Stop by, hey, come stop by, fucking Asinine Radio, uh, fucking bar or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> that'd be fucking sick. Yeah, it'll happen. But um, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll think about it in the future. It'd be really rad to have them on. I still think we can get one of the girls from bomb the bomb pops too on the pod. That'd be rad. That would be really cool. Maybe even Mur- I think Murphy would come on. I too. was going to say Murphy Sugar too. Ray. I think I think we could convince Murphy to come on. From Sugar Ray, only the best, be only sick. the best musicians, only the best. Yeah, like our, fuck our the Paul McCartney's like... and everything like that. <laughs> I don't we know if like, we pop get more from the bomb pops. I don't know if we get more giddy about these like like lesser musicians <laughs> or lesser known musicians because did they just the ones that interact with us or if it's just... I think so because <laughs> <laughs> we know we kind of have a chance to get them on the pod. There's a much better chance of getting them on the pod than somebody like Jonathan Davis or some shit like that, which would be sick. But the fuck would anyway. you even talk about? I could talk about all kinds of things with Jonathan Davis. Oh, I'd just be like fanboying out and like. No, I wouldn't be fanboying Ugh. out. Come on, Ugh. we're better than that. We're better than that, Jeff. I'm better than that. Yeah, I, well, I was gonna say I'm better than that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I am better than that. Come on, come on. All come right. On. All right, yeah. so what else that you leads, got? That leads me to the only new thing that I picked up this week. This came through at the record store that I work out. Huge shout out, Rock This Town Records. Mm-hmm. And that is Ice-T, his debut album from 1987. This is an OG press. This is first run, baby. Oh, this damn. is OG, 1987. Rhyme pays, baby, instead of crime pays, rhyme pays. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get, I get the joke. I get the joke. It's kind of funny because like this is... There's a couple records out there that really are like the birth of like gangster rap. And like Too Short was doing was doing rap, you know, well before Ice T was doing this. But Too Short, Too like Short, first, yeah, Too Short. He's been around for that long, dude. Too Short's first album came out like like early eighties, like eighty two, eighty three. Yeah, but it's very much it like, like mid nineties. No, by the mid nineties, wow. he already had like ten albums. What the fuck? Yeah, I must be thinking of somebody else then. Well, okay, continue. Sorry, but 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 Too Short's first couple albums are just very much of that. Clap your hands, everybody. You've got <laughs> the, my, what the it golden takes. Era. Yeah. yeah. So, and then, but this still, you can clearly still hear like that that golden era of hip hop mixed with like the gangster rap, because some of the things he's talking about here is a little more aggressive. He's not he's not quite doing like the the bitches and hoes things, but he's definitely getting a little more aggressive on like the the misogyny, like leading mm-hmm. up to like the gangster rap stuff. 
Um, I, this is really like an impulse buy, honestly. I'll probably purchase this at some point just because <laughs> I don't think it's that great. I but, mean, I uh, really like the song, and I had no I, I didn't really, I've never heard this kind of, this side of Ice-T. The, the the golden era hip hop side where he sings like every other rapper rapper every other rapper of that era yeah which is cool I liked it it was really I, it was different well, honestly not like different, like I, I I bought it because I knew I was like I haven't heard of this in so fucking long it's cool it's an OG press it was it wasn't very expensive and then when I listened to it I was kind of like oh yeah it's a little disappointing. But then I thought, I thought in my mind, I was like, you know who would like this? Tyler would like this. Oh, yeah. You know it. <laughs> you know I'm a sucker for that shit. <laughs> and this is like the perfect blend of that like golden era and then leading into gangster rap. Like it's, it's oh, solid. Man. It's, solid. it's so much fun. It's so much fun. <laughs> you can't beat it. You, it's so it, stupid. It is and fun. It, it is fun. And it's so easy to imitate. And it's so funny hearing like modern rappers imitate it and make fun of it. Because it, it's so easy. It's so easy to do. Well, I mean... It's so easy to imitate. Let's just say that. Every time I, I imitate it, I just sing Curtis Blows, The Breaks. Just <laughs> clap your hands, everybody, if you got what it takes. Because I'm Curtis Blow and I want you to know that these are the breaks. <laughs> it's every fucking song. Every song sounds like that. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, okay. Well, yeah, if you want to listen to any of the songs that, that we just talked about, like I said, check out the playlist in the, in, in the description of this episode uh, on Spotify. It's on there. Enjoy. Um, and then, so I, I got a couple records here. Bought them this week uh, at White Rabbit Records in Fullerton, California. Huge shout out. Uh, went uh, this past weekend uh, because they posted something on the Instagram that I had been wanting for a while now. And then you made fun of me afterwards saying, I knew you were going to fucking it. buy it too. I knew it. I fucking <laughs> knew it. I didn't know you were going there for it, but I knew when you were already there, you would <laughs> That I would it. get it. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's Kitty, the band Kitty. Uh, their first album is called Spit from 1999. Um, there's a ton of nostalgia with this record. Um, back when it came out, I, I mean, I, I listened to this record a lot. I, I, it's it's a great new metal record, and honestly, it really it's still good. It's still a really good new metal record. It has tinges of Corn, Static X, Sepultura, mixed with like just this chaos, chaos that is Kitty and. It's, it's it's a solid fucking record. I dude. love the just how raw it sounds too. I mean, there are moments that are like, oh, dude, that's your singing is not good. Like some of the melodic stuff, it's just like it's it sucks. That part sucks. But the music aspect, the screaming, and like I said, the chaos of it all, it's just it's cool, man. It's fun, and you know, reading more about it too. I were, these girls were like sixteen years old when they put this record out. Then you could fucking tell. Fucking high school. Yeah, you oh, could yeah, tell. you could tell. But that that like that just kind of that care not carelessness, but that kind of carefree nature of like being a teenager really shows on this, and it gives it that sort of that that innocence almost. It's it's just fantastic, and just that just, they don't give a fuck. They'll just do whatever they want, and I love that about the record. And it's a great fucking record, and uh, I'm, I'm stoked I got it. It's Silver Variant. Kind of cloudy looking, so, so I always like that that like silver cloudy look. So um, yeah, I love no, it's, how it's how how subjective like like we can make adjectives make out to be because uh, <laughs> when we did like the the new metal thing, there was only like five bands that I ranked lower than Kitty. Kitty was it was yeah, you did rank them pretty low. Dude, I thought it was a fucking joke. I was like, "There's no way this is this has to be a fucking joke. This has to be like 
the third guitarist from Corn side project doing a joke thing because it was so <laughs> bad. Like they play into the sloppy presentation. I get it. It's fine. Yeah. It's cute. But like it's lacking any sort of like melody. It's lacking any sort of charm. And like the instruments just just fuck, man, they're just annoying. It's like you guys are bad. You're just bad. You just you're sloppy and fucking bad. It's not endearing. It's not it's not anything but just like you're fucking bad, dude. But it is it is endearing. It's very endearing. And, and uh, you know, I, I didn't know about this until this week, but I was reading more about, you know, these girls. Wait, wait why are you laughing? What was, it, was that a dog or something? What was that <laughs> yeah, dog? you heard one of the dogs screaming. Yeah, the husky, she screams whenever somebody comes in. Tammy just walked in, so she's screaming. Um, there she goes again. Um, <laughs> so I was going to say, I, I didn't read until this week that these girls were screwed over so bad by the record company and their manager they got paid no royalties for the record and they were essentially for they, they, they were touring on this record and they were forced off the road by the record label because the record label wanted them put, to put out another record and they said we need you off off the tour stop touring to do this and they kept saying no we we want to make money by touring so then the label reached out to all the promoters and said do not book this band because they went the back of the studio. Yeah, that's how fucked up it was. And then on top of that, they didn't pay them for any of it. So they ended up suing the label like in 2003 or 2004 for like over a million dollars in royalties because they got nothing from the sale. And this record sold over 500,000 copies. Which is fucking blows my mind, honestly. Which, you know, it's true. It's, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a good record, man. It's really, really good. So. Okay. Got that one. Uh, and then also I got the new Queens of the Stone Age, re- Queens of the Stone Age record in times new roman um it came out a few weeks ago and i really like this one i know you hated it or you didn't hate it but you just didn't like it um it has a lot of that in clockwork sound to it from their record from like 10 years ago which is my i think that's probably my favorite queen's record right now it's always like a toss-up between in clockwork or yeah that record and then um like clockwork and songs for the deaf those are always like my my number one, but uh, but yeah, you really didn't like this, huh? You didn't like the song I I made you listen to nothing, right? It's just it's fine, dude. I just don't. I, I there's nothing here. I I just feel like it's all underwhelming. Okay. Like, I, and and I I'm not like a huge Queen's head, and and I've never really have been. And we did song for the deaf, and I liked it a lot, but th- there were still like pieces of it I didn't like. And then their uh, their first album like really blew me away, but that was because I was getting into like the stoner rock stuff at the time. Yeah. But even when I go back and listen to it, like if it's fucking good, you like it's a good. It's, it's a great record. Perfect fucking record. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, the but first like, this. That, yeah. This is just I don't know. It's I, I feel like it's underwhelming. I, I feel it's just trying to do too much. I don't know. There's it's, there's it's still a lot of elements of that stoner rock though. I mean, not all the songs, but there are definitely moments and whole songs on this record that do remind me of the the first record not as like raw sounding and fuzzy sounding but it's definitely there definitely there yeah but i I think it's a solid record and i have no regrets no regrets so i got that one um so yeah that's all i got for the vinyl so yeah like i said if you want to listen to the songs check out the playlist in the description of this episode and um i guess let's move on to some new stuff that came out this week one thing really one thing so, uh, been a slow week, but King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. <laughs> Fucking this band, man. We they put out that. another new record. It's called uh, Petro. And um, 
I haven't. I didn't listen to it. I didn't see it until today, and I didn't get a chance to listen. So why why did you put this on here? Is it good? Uh, so yeah. So I, I knew it came out last last week, but then I just forgot to put it on. Um, do you want to hear the full the full name of the the album? Yeah, oh, this that's not the full name. <laughs> no, the full name what is is, is Petro Dragonic Apocalypse or Dawn of Eternal Night: An Annihilation of Planet Earth in the Beginning of Merciless Damnation. Of course it is. That's <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> The album art's really cool, though. I do. That like is that the uh, that is the album. The album. Um, you should listen to this. It's pretty fucking good. It's what solid. is it? Is it stoner rock? It's it's very it's very like it's as if like like BT Bam said, "Hey, let's do like a like a more faster like thrashy album without so much of the pretentious like progressive metal aspects to it." Let's okay. throw out a lot of like just really heavy things and just let it play see what happens and that's kind of what it reminds me of i i gotta i gotta start on the list that you made me that you put in the show notes for me to listen to and this will this will kick start that that whole listen through of that list is it, th- so. that list is like predominantly punk pop or pop punk bands isn't it yeah that's kind of why i haven't oh, got dude, to you're gonna fucking hate those bands because <laughs> it's it was like pop all, punk it's season. all pop punk yeah it was pop punk season but i i, I need to listen to it I, I need to so um yeah so that that I mean that's all I got for the for the this episode. You got anything else? No, that's uh, that's it. That's all. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars and five stars only. Thank you all for listening again. And uh, that's it. That's all. Peace, Lubin.